Welcome to the Law of Love podcast, where we discuss spirituality, personal development, energetics, and so much more. My name is Andrea Alejandre, and I'm here to amplify love and assist you in your self-healing journey. I'm glad our souls meet again. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Law of Love. This is your girl, Andrea. I am so happy, so excited, so thankful, all of the above. I am really loving all of the new people who have joined the Law of Love community. So if you are an OG and you've been here for a year, thanks for sticking by me and listening to all the crazy cuckoo changes. And if you're new here, my name is Andrea. I do a lot and I... (laughs) have identified as a lot, and currently I am identifying as a soul, and I just am, and I live in my body, and I love helping people recognize their power and recognize their impact. I love to have candid discussions about spirituality, personal development, everything you guys listen to in the intro, and I love being a magnet to awesome people. So please, please reach out, send me a message if you are listening, if you resonate with anything that I've said, if you disagree, keep it to yourself. No, I'm just kidding. You can also message me. I would love to have candid and open discussions. So I have been kind of in a hermit hole because of everything that is going on with Russia and Ukraine on top of you know, all the stuff that life has thrown at us along the way. We had to make an emergency trip home from Sedona, Arizona to Portland, Oregon due to some family stuff that was going on. And it was a very insightful time. I learned a lot about myself, how I respond in quote-unquote the real world. I'm not sure who said this originally, but Krista from Almost 30 posted something about how if you think you're enlightened, go spend some time with your family. And, oh boy, (laughs) I learned so much about how I respond and how I receive stress and anxiety and projections, so I feel that I came out of it with so much wisdom and introspection for my own personal growth that I was just like, I needed a second to integrate all of it. I needed a, a minute to be with my highest self, my God, my divine purpose and like reassess a lot of my own actions and how I do things. So here we are. One of the biggest things that I recently learned, especially with this trip that we took, is how important practices and rituals really are. You know, we always talk about, oh, journal and meditate and do breath work and move your body and It's so funny when we're doing those things, I'm like, yeah, I feel fucking great, man. Like I'm on top of the world. I could do anything. And then I stop doing those things. And it's, it's funny how much, because we still live in this three-dimensional plane, we're dependent on being able to feel safe and secure in our bodies first. And so much of life is literally like so dysregulating for our nervous system and just throws us for a loop. And also, I realized that I have a lot of practices that I didn't even realize were practices until I stopped doing them and I felt my energy just 
drop. Like in the morning, I before I even get up, I just sit with source. I sit with God. I allow for my emotions to come up. I allow for my body to kind of feel how it feels, like what's going on. And then before I look at my phone or get out of bed, I give myself permission to be like, what do I need right this second? What do I need today? What are my intentions for today? And then, um, you know, I'll go have my coffee or tea or whatever and journal and do the rest. But even those five minutes of introspection in the morning are so powerful and so potent for me. And I didn't realize that until I was not able to do that or just was not doing that because I was so centered around what was going on outside of me. And keeping up with these practices might seem so, like, benign, but it's huge. It's one of the... It's like the equivalent of putting your oxygen mask on first before trying to save other people on the crashing plane. And when we went back home, there was a lot of feeling like we need to be there for other people, which is absolutely, right? Like, that's why we went back home. But there was a piece of me that forgot that before I can help other people, I need to help myself. And I could really feel where I was kind of like drowning in a glass of water from feeling all of the things and seeing all the things and all of my routine and everything changing. And then I had to sit with, okay, well, are you, are you you or are you like your routine? Like, is your soul and your essence so dependent on these things or can you exist and be without them? And I hope to reach the point of enlightenment where I can just be, but currently in my state, I need tools. And those tools for me are imperative to be okay. And so I'm really finding comfort in being okay with needing tools, being okay with wanting to listen to my podcasts that help bring me and remind me of who I am and where I'm going. I love burning sage and praying and doing candle ceremonies, letting myself go, like sit down and read a book and just absorb all of the stuff. And if I don't have those moments for me, I am not as good as I thought I would be in helping other people. And I don't, I don't want to help other people. Like I don't have that capacity because I haven't been able to help myself. And realizing in, in myself that this was coming up, I started to realize that in the people around me as well and seeing how dysregulated our systems, our nervous systems, our lives can get when we're putting other people before our own needs, when we're putting um, the requirements that are set upon us first before we are making sure that we are okay. Here's your reminder that it's okay to put yourself first when you need to make sure that you're okay. Go ahead and take that walk go ahead and read that book, sit down to meditate, do a breath work session, whatever you need to make sure that you feel good and you feel safe in your body so that you can continue to go and save the world. Now, speaking of the world, I'm sure we are all well aware of what is going on in Russia and Ukraine. And the most fascinating, like, epiphany came to me where... I'm sure it's not just me. I'm sure everyone's thought of this before. But we were on our way back to Sedona, Arizona, when we stopped at a gas station in, like, the middle of the night. And this gal, the cashier, goes, oh, did you hear about what's happening in Russia and Ukraine? 
And my husband knew, but I don't listen to the news. I don't watch the news. I try to keep my atmosphere as clean as possible. And that also includes my mental space, my energetic space. And so I was like, no, what's going on? And so of course she tells us. And it was this moment of like, when do we, when are we so eager and so excited to share anything that is not negative? Like when have you walked into a gas station and randomly the lady at the cashier is like, did you hear about this new amazing thing that is happening? I'm, I'm like, never. Like for me, it's always been that people are so eager to share the negative stuff, the stuff that we have no control over, the stuff that is the impending doom, the scary, the, the overwhelm. And a lot of this I blame, of course, on media, but also our human nature to, like, focus in on the bad and find that one dot on the clear and white, bright, crisp piece of paper and focusing on, oh, it's it's blemished, it's dirty, it's X, Y, and Z. And after she told me what was going on, I had to sit with the information and sit with how I felt and sit with the possibilities and like, let myself exist in this human existence. A lot of people were, you know, frantic. Obviously, this is a huge, huge world impact event. But a lot of people were so, like, dysregulated. They were thrown off. They were completely and utterly absorbed by what was happening. And I feel, in my personal opinion, that that energy and that frequency is so extremely contagious. It does not take long for everyone around them to start feeling the same way. But this also goes in the other direction. So for me, when she when she said that, she was like, I could see in her eyes she was terrified, right? My response was, I will pray for them. I will sit with my own version of events and how can I help? What can I do immediately? And ultimately, I can't do anything other than controlling and regulating my nervous system in the now. I have already donated to sites that are helping the people in Ukraine. I have done what I can. But what I can do consistently to help not just the situation in Ukraine, not just COVID, not just everything that's going on, But starting with myself and then projecting outwards, creating a ripple effect of peace, creating a ripple effect of source, of light, of God, of whatever it is that you have that you can share and you can give. So I obviously, since you're listening to the law of love, I'm all about how can I bring more love to the situation? How can this situation be constructive in the most loving and compassionate way? And so one of the things I told this gal was, well, I can't do anything about it, so I will pray. And I think it just, it seems so simple. It seems so dumb. It seems like, yeah, yeah, like prayers, whatever. But I've discussed in this podcast before the power of intention and the power of thought, the power of energy that we're sending out. And so if we're all terrified, if we're all super scared and we're concerned with what's going to happen next, then the collective energy is vibrating at a frequency of fear, at a frequency of 
disarray. Like when we're vibrating in fear, we don't even know what steps to take that are actually going to make a difference. So how we can help ourselves, the people around us, and the collective is finding that peace, finding that connection to source within you. Regulating your own nervous system so that when you do come in contact with people, you don't have to automatically go to the most horrendous negative thing that is currently happening in this planet at this time. Now, that being said, in my shamanic initiation, my shamanic apprenticeship, I've been learning a lot about energy and I've been learning a lot about how one thing impacts another thing. What is happening right now in the entire world, not just Ukraine, is spiritual warfare. There is a war that has been going on for eons and eons between the light and the dark, the good and the quote-unquote bad. And I say quote-unquote because even bad things serve their purpose, even hurtful, painful, tragic things are at the end going to be used for good. That is my belief, that is the theory that I am subscribing to. And that is what resonates true for me in this moment. And when the spiritual warfare is happening in the energetic realms, in the shamanic realms, it's going to manifest itself in our three-dimensional plane, which is even more why it's important for us to find peace, why it's important for us to find our own sense of comfort in whatever may happen. No, obviously we do not want to go to another world war, but what can we do within ourselves to help shift this energetic pull, to, to help alleviate some of the stuff that we're putting out there? Everything that is happening outside of us is a reflection of what is happening within us. Where within us are we at war? Where within our own personal energetic field, our own life, are we finding that there's friction, that there is this sense of back and forth, of disagreement, of disease? And so when we are able to help ourselves, again, this will shift the energetic plane. The spiritual warfare probably won't end anytime soon since it has been happening for eons and eons and eons, but we are at a pivotal point in history. So many souls have incarnated at this time on this plane, in this planet, to help with the ascension, with the consciousness that is awakening, and with the transmutation and alchemization of all of these energies that for so long have reigned in terror. And if you're listening to this podcast, I can guarantee you that you are one of these souls. And now it's up to us to help remember, to stay in alignment, to look for things that are going to raise our vibration, the vibration of the people around us, and the vibration of the collective. So I think that is pretty much everything I had for today. I love you so much. Make sure that you are staying in tune with your body, what it needs for you to feel okay today. Tune in to breathwork sessions, meditations, go for a run, spend time with your dogs, focus on the things that you can control in our day-to-day lives so that when we come together, we are able to make impactful changes for the rest of our communities and the rest of the world. 
I hope you keep listening. Have an amazing day and I cannot wait to catch you in the next episode. Make sure you hit that follow button to never miss an episode. Share and tag to let me know that you're listening or share with someone that you know needs to be a part of this movement. To get the most out of this community, your community, I encourage you to join the exclusive Law of Love Community Facebook group and follow the podcast on Instagram at lawoflove.podcast. You can also send me an email at hello at lawoflovecommunity.com. If you would like to help support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon and get exclusive perks. 